We are on. Welcome, 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 guys, to another episode of the City Image Podcast. Glad that you guys are here. I believe this is episode 32. Um, glad that you guys are um, listening. Uh, we are, well, we just got done with Halloween now. See, look, and we got an episode out for you last week. You know, we, we, we getting on that consistency, man. You know what I'm saying? Or trying to get back on that. Nah, we, yo, we doing it though. We doing it though. <laughs> we had we had a conversation and everything as a team, baby. So we ready to bring that that heat. So I got I got uh, you know what I'm saying. The 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna let them introduce themselves because they bat in the building. <laughs> who 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 with me? Who riding with me on this? Hey, Varlene the Wild Thornberry. That's what's up. Lord, that's Anita. I'm back. Lorna's Anita, so she's officially, you know what I mean. She's not Lord as a principal anymore. She's not, no, um, because you know she's building a brand. Tell, tell them where they can find you, by the way. Tell, tell, tell them where they can find you. Um, you guys can find me everywhere. So I'm on Instagram at Lordess underscore Anita, but I've also started a new project. I'm doing the Purpose Talks with Lordess Anita. Those over. have been fire, by the way. Thank you. Those have been real yeah, fire. Been really good. That's over at YouTube if you want to check those out. So yeah, I'm just really trying to trying to use my gifts for the Lord. That's good. That's good. That's good. So. We're going to let her just... Anita's her middle name. So, Lord as Anita, that's the brand. Go check her out. Um, <laughs> that's my do. personhood. Lord <laughs> Anita. I'm going I'm to stand in my person. That's good. That's good. That's good. Well, we wanted to talk about Ye. We want to talk about Kanye. I feel like we can't, you know, have a podcast like this uh, that wants to deal with uh, urban faith issues and have someone that's been so influential in urban space, not just in urban space, but in America, um... The artist known as Kanye West, uh, one of the biggest artists of all time, uh, come to faith right after years and years of years of some would say um, blasphemous talk against God. Right. Even though many Christians were still rocking with him, myself included. (laughs) I ain't going to lie. But now. He loves Jesus, or supposedly so. And we're going to dive into that. First, we want to just do a album review, what we thought about the album. But then we also want to explore some of the larger conversations uh, about the church's response to his faith, um, people's critique of him and his political stances, and how that's affected people's ability to really uh, even enjoy his music. Some people are... Uh, Rightfully so, in, in some respects, disturbed by his support of Donald Trump and some of the things he said about the black community. So we want to explore all that and have a conversation about that. So uh, that's that's what we about to do, y'all. City Image, episode 32. Keep it locked. City Image. just begin by just asking y'all what y'all thought about the album right mm-hmm. jesus is king is here very explicit title every time you refer to the album you got to say jesus is king <laughs> uh and he did that on purpose he said in an interview so what y'all what y'all think about the album itself well, I mean, I love how explicitly bold he is about proclaiming the name of Jesus and giving him his due. Um, he says, Lord of Lords, King of Kings on the album. Like there is a lot of biblical scriptural reference that points people back to Jesus. And I, I love that. But out of the 11 songs that are on the album, yeah. I only have two favorites. Okay. Like, <laughs> my the album two. sucked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I haven't been a Kanye West fan since college dropout. Okay. So. Kanye is not my particular not, not yeah, musical cup of tea. Okay. But as far as just thinking about musicality and what 
I prefer to listen to. My two favorite songs are Every Hour with Sunday Service and then Everything We Need featuring Ty Dolla Sign because I feel like if Ty Dolla Sign is on a song, it's just going to pop. So yeah. I mean, he's got a great voice. He has, you know, that, there's just something about good old Ty. Yeah. <laughs> so those, those are my two favorite songs. Like, I've been playing those on repeat, but, you know, everything else, I okay, can... You okay, you, you're like, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, okay, cool, it, it is what it is, but it's not really not your vibe. No, yeah, it's okay. it, you know, but but again, what I do appreciate about the the album is that it is explicitly Christ centered and it okay. is very explicitly um, scripturally sound. Okay, okay, yeah, same. Um, I think the album is. Well, not actually, not the same. But I'm, I wasn't a Kanye West fan at all. Damn, I'm <laughs> like, saying with two non Kanye West not, fans, I'm yeah. just like not college dropout. What? Like maybe I knew a couple songs. Like I just oh, know really okay. the popular songs that mm. he had out. Okay. Now I was like never a real Kanye West fan like that. So when this album came out, I was just like, all right, cool. You know. Um, when you listened to it, you thought it was just all right. What you thought? At first, I was like, the impression that I got was like. Dang, he's going mad hard. Like, for someone who just got saved, like, dang. Right, with his, like, with with just just knowing his influence in music and what he's done across all genres, it was just like, yikes. Mm-hmm. I, like, my first thing was just like, yikes, he's going mad hard. Like, mm-hmm. and he's saying some real stuff, but I just felt like, just because, just knowing, like, just knowing the tidbits of his conversion story was just like, this is way too hard for like a first, like, quote unquote, gospel album. It kind of really took me aback. I couldn't appreciate it because mm-hmm. I just felt like in my head, and the first thing I'm thinking, like, does he really understand what he's saying? It mm-hmm. sounds great, mm-hmm. but does he really understand what he's saying? In other words, it was it was very <laughs> jarring to go from you know some of the crazy things he was saying before that I was about Bro, to repeat but I can't repeat I mean you know okay <laughs> the um, last the last popular song that well, was number pump. one you know what I'm saying yeah, like yeah, he, he was saying so in cr- my head I'm just like, like oh and then from that to he's like, talking about what? Jesus yeah. and every song oh like, like, it's like, yeah, yeah, it, like it, it's he's jarring. going like he's going really hard like we got some real gospel singers in here we got Fred Hammond on yeah. the track we like whoa yeah, yeah. and so I'm just like dang he talking um, about rest on, yeah. on, on Sundays. Yeah. He out here talking yes. about the fall of man. Yeah. And I was, had like, line. Right. I was like, no, I, I'm not going to rant. Like, that particular line. Like, that line was fun. Are though. you going to do what Adam did or yeah. say, baby, let's put this back on the tree because we have everything we need? I'd be like, Kanye, that was biblically. Yeah. <laughs> that right there could have prevented the fall of man right, right there. That's, and that's was, real. There's like male that's headship real. in that. And there's right. just like, and, and, yeah. and it's like, hey, are you gonna do what Adam did? It ain't like Eve did it. Right. It was like, yo, you sat back and you ain't do what you're supposed to do as a man and step in and stop the situation. Right. So in my head, I'm just like, this is whoa. E- Mm. Okay. He called Adam out for the sin of luxuriousness. Like he's just there, like yeah, yeah just just standing in it. Like okay, yeah. so yeah, that is that is my my favorite line. Go okay. Kanye for that one. <laughs> okay. So the first few times I listened to the album, I was like, mm, ah, I couldn't I couldn't really appreciate it. And after a couple times, like a couple days later, that's when I was just like, I was really starting feeling for the the musical vibe and just started kind of appreciating what he was doing. Um, however, I just think the album's cool. Okay, it's just cool. Okay, it's solid. It's not a, not raving about not, it. No, not a classic, you know, not, but it's not, solid. Yeah, not, okay, mm. okay, fine. Well, uh, I'm a huge Kanye fan. <laughs> I'm a huge Kanye fan. Been a huge Kanye fan since College Dropout. I feel like his first three, uh, he had a trilogy, the College Dropout trilogy. First three albums, I think they're it's a classic. Um, he had I feel like other albums that were like very solid i feel like for me he's he's one of my, one of my favorite artists uh after drake so i was highly anticipating this album right and i didn't know what to expect mm-hmm. because he called you know he previously had an album called the life of pablo and he called that album a gospel album so i was like uh but it was not a gospel album right? <laughs> was, and even in one of his interviews he had an interview with big boy recently where he acknowledged he called that album a gospel album but on the cover it has like a girl in a thong and he was like, he didn't know what it meant to be saved. And that's how I felt out at this time. I was, I was a Christian and, you know, I was like, bro, this is not consistent with the gospel. 
So when he was calling this a gospel album, I was like, oh, God, it's going to be another Life of Pablo. Like, he's saying it's a gospel album. But then when I listened to this joint, I was like, yo, this joint is a gospel yeah. album. Yeah. <laughs> he was dead serious. Um, very, very, uh, you know, as Marlene said, explicit with the content, explicit with Jesus as king. And say what you want about the album, it has a consistent theme. Jesus mm -hmm. is king, and that comes out in the album, right? So thematically, it's one voice. Now, you do have some instances where Kanye's working through some sanctification, mm -hmm. where he's like, he's got one line. You know, I think it's on God where he's like, I'm the greatest artist living or alive. And, you know, some some pride in there still. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's he's working, working through some things. But I think the message of Jesus as king, as Lord, and you need to follow him. That's consistent through the album. Musically, I think it's solid. Mm -hmm. I think it's solid. I'm not going to put this up there um, with some of his top tier albums. My biggest problem is that it's short. It's like 27 minutes long. Uh, a lot of two-minute songs. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the idea is now with these little two-minute songs. I don't know why we started doing this. I mean, I think people say it's because of streaming, and the shorter the song, like, the more people stream it. And so people are trying to get their stream numbers up. But to me, you know, so right now, his most popular song on there is Follow God, and it, it's a minute and 47 seconds long. That's, like, the number one song right now on the Spotify charts. It's, like... The song that, like, even the non-believers are like, oh, follow God. That's the song I like. Um, and it's a minute and 47 song, seconds long. And I, I'm thinking to myself, I remember when the only minute and 47 second song you had on your album was, like, the, the interlude mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or the skit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what you had as a minute and 47 seconds uh, on your album. Now it's like the hit single is a minute and 47 seconds long. This is the age that we're living in. Yeah. I can't stand it, but... So my biggest critique is that it, it almost feels like half an album. Uh, it's entirely short, 11 songs, a lot of them just barely over two minutes. So as soon as the thing starts, you want to catch a vibe, it's over. Yeah. Um, but I did like it. I did like the beats. Uh, I didn't like his last album, Yay. It was only seven songs. Um, and he was really on some like weird schizophrenic. He was really... Weird on that album, <laughs> but was it the, was, wasn't the last album I was looking at his discography, and it was like the last one was like something Ghost Kids and Ghosts or something like that. that he, he did, did with, that with Kid Cudi, yes, Kid Cudi, yeah. So he so last year he had a couple albums that he did with other artists, like he did something with Pusha T, did something with Nas. There was like these little short seven song oh, albums okay, okay, okay. that he was working with. So he did one with Kid Cudi, mm. but that's not necessarily his, his album. album. Okay, gotcha. But he also put out a, a something. In 2018, that was yay, and he was. It, it was clear that his struggles. I mean, he talked about I think suicide on it. Like it was, he had mental struggles at the height of the production of that album, and it, and it showed. So it gave off a really weird vibe. I wasn't really feeling it, but um, man, apparently there's been an about face. So for me, um, again, I'm not gonna say it's a classic or anything like that, but I did appreciate. Uh, what where what it is? I, I, I and I'm I've been listening to it. For me, it's always I can tell whether or not I like an album if I come back to it. Right? There's been albums where I'm like, oh, I like it, but I don't ever play it again. And so I'm like, okay, did I really like it? <laughs> or albums that after a while they grew on me. So it's been it's been on rotation, and I've been feeling it, you know, more and more uh, since I've been listening to it. I think metaphorically, um, I don't know how intentional this is or, or not, but he metaphorically, the song, the, the whole album is like indicative of his current spiritual journey where like it's yeah. very incomplete. It's very short. Like it feels like it's just him having these private conversations with the Lord as yeah. he is yeah. coming to this place of conversion. And these have been like the little snippets that he's going through. And he's kind of just giving us this like snapshot of his mind and where his his spiritual journey currently is. I think he's on the start of the process of sanctification and we're just being made privy to that so that that's kind of what the album feels like right. for me why it's not complete and yeah they're they're definitely um every hour i'm just like we could have gotten another yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just another minute <laughs> of this whole gospel vibe and i would have been there it would have probably taken me to upper room but it just it just cuts off so i think yeah, that it is cuts just off. it's weird and it goes yeah. it's one of the song and that song's kind of like down tone. It, it, it's a weird mix. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, so the album does feel incomplete. Um, but I feel like the way you linked it to a spiritual journey, it's almost like that of a, 
a new Christian, like you said, like, you know, it's, it's this place of like, uh, I've started, but I'm also, I'm incomplete. Right. He's, you know he's I mean? just, he's, he started the journey. He has been, he's experienced a new birth. Um, he has a new life in Christ. And now he just, he wants to proclaim that. So it's like, let me put that out here. This is what I want you guys to see. And then I'm still journeying. So maybe we'll get a longer, yeah, longer sense from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the hope. So moving back from just the project, right? Um, Kanye's been on a journey before this, right? Um, we heard uh, just, uh, I started hearing about it late last year. I don't know if it was before this, like this thing, Sunday service that he has started up. Um, and I, I never really paid too much attention to it because, I mean, I did think that uh, this was, uh, to be quite honest, another celebrity that felt like he was probably trying to be religious. And Kanye has always been religious, right? I mean, he, he created the song Jesus Walks. I was on his first album. Um, and so he's always had in, his, in the back of his mind some level of spirituality, some level of affiliation to Christianity. And so I felt like, okay, he, you know, he started up this thing called Sunday Service. Apparently there's this choir that's with him. And maybe he's just starting to get more spiritual. And, you know, I don't, I don't, I, you know, for lack of better, maybe this is bad on my part, but I truly didn't anticipate that turning into anything that was going to bear fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought, all right, maybe he just needs this because I don't know. He's mentally, mentally struggling and I don't really know, even know what it is. But whatever, you're still going to get the same old Kanye. Right. But eventually it turned into something that's almost like a church now. And he's he's traveling with them and this and that. So I don't know if you guys had any thoughts on, you know, kind of like that whole Sunday service vibe or what y'all been like. Have you seen anything with that that, you know. Yeah, when I first started hearing about it, I was like, oh, Kanye started a cult. Like, oh, they're, they're <laughs> out there in the desert and um, they're worshiping a sun god and they're dressed <laughs> in tattered clothing. They're out there in sackcloth and ashes, you know, worshiping. I guess I don't know if they're singing to Kanye or who they're, they're singing to, mm-hmm. but um, Kim Kardashian West, she was on Jimmy Kimmel earlier in the year and she was talking about it. He asked her like, oh, yeah, Kanye's starting the church. And she named it as a healing experience. Mm-hmm. And it was a spiritual experience. And she said that there was no praying, there was no preaching, they're just singing. So for me, that felt like, oh, I, no, I can't bang with that. That's that, like, that's a cult. I don't know what y'all doing out there in the desert, but that's a cult. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, her sister Courtney also said that it, it was Christian. I was like, mm, it sounds like y'all are still kind of mixed up in that. So from, yeah. from the first iterations of Sunday service, it felt like Kanye was in this place of like trying to heal. He mm-hmm. was, you know trying to lay his soul bare saying he's having people in the desert singing with him and they're having this experience and I think now it has evolved into him coming to a place of having a true conversion with Christ in my opinion but when it started I don't think it was that Mm -hmm. so now that he's out here and he has the album and he's saying Jesus is king and like there's more direct Jesus language I'm less I'm less thinking that he started a cult and now he's like oh he's actually sincere in his his conversion yeah, I, I mean, I do think that there are ecclesiological questions that still come with it because in, in some respects, I would actually been more comfortable with him saying it's not a church and that it is something that is uh, like we come together, we sing songs to the Lord and somebody does come and kind of like preach or bring a word. And maybe it's kind of like an itinerant preacher where they, he, an itinerant preacher just travels to different places and preaches and Sunday service, we kind of just want to travel and sing and, and, and introduce people to Jesus. But now he's kind of calling it a church, which to me, it raises more questions in terms of like, well, obviously, well, where, who, who are going to be the elders? Where is going to be oversight? Is there going to be church discipline? How are you going to deal with sin if mm-hmm. it comes up in the congregation? Mm-hmm. What, what is the congregation if you're always traveling? Right. So ah, it's, it's, it's a messy situation in my man. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I never really paid it attention only because in my head it was just like, this is what rich people do who got issues. <laughs> like, it is what rich people do, right? though. Like, oh, so, you know, like, <laughs> right. who can have these issues, yeah, we, right? Yeah. Like, these men, you, you know, he was going through a lot of mental issues and he was really just trying to find his way out. Sure. And now he says, yo, let me get a hundred people to sing to me. <laughs> yeah. Sing, the, sing gospel, like, to sing uh 
world, you know, gospel songs with like a with like um, remixing worldly remixing so- yeah, yeah remixing worldly songs <laughs> remixing I, so anxious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like only rich people could do that, so right. I ain't paying no attention. And then the fact that you know they were wearing that white and all that stuff, doing it in the desert. Come on, like <laughs> I wasn't paying no attention. So I, I mean. It, it held, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't doing, like, I, I just wasn't paying any attention. Okay, do you, so you still, do you feel like you still are like, like, what's going on with this? Or how yeah, I think in a sense, because like, right, at first, for, well, first of all, I feel like the people that he called, like, the, the, the fact that he was able to gather a hundred people to come and sing these songs, mm-hmm. it was like, my, my, I'm, now I'm thinking about what were the intentions of all those people who came to sing mm-hmm. for him? What are you really singing for God or are you singing to Kanye? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so, so now you're calling this a Sunday service. Mm-hmm. I really want to, like, it, I feel like. What it, do you think? You think most people are there for, for Kanye uh, or Kanye, for God? Right. Like, I feel like this is a Sunday service to Kanye. Like, Kanye is your, is your king, you know, mm-hmm. in a sense. Okay. You know, um, because we all know if I have. Kanye on my resume, I'm going to the top top. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, but that's just like the hateration in me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's just how I look at it, like just on the surface of things. Have could things change? Of course. I mean, obviously we see the journey of where Sunday service went to where it is now. And I've seen a couple of interviews where he was just like, you know, we had somebody, we had ASAP Rocky come and he was wearing regular clothes and we're looking like, dang, why why are we doing this? We do look kind of cultish. Hey, like what we need to switch this up. However, I don't I can't appreciate the fact that like his spiritual journey is dragging these hundred people or however how many people he have singing is dragging these people along with him. Like, I feel like where's everybody else's spiritual journey Mm -hmm. in this Sunday service? Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, are you guys relying on Kanye Mm -hmm. who who just started? Mm -hmm. And so that's, I guess, where my concern is for the for for not just Kanye, for the people. So that's when it's like Kanye got saved. All right, cool. Like, praise the Lord. Thank God. Like, he can save anybody. We know that. Yeah. Um, But getting saved and and having the maturity to have a church or right is another issue. And so I, I, I pray like, I thank God that Kanye can do interviews and say Jesus explicitly and share his testimony. However, the, the level, like, I feel like he's also, he's also taking the level of his celebrity with it. And he's, he's all, he's also saying, I don't like being called celebrity. No, but you're using your celebrity and everything with it to to put this gospel forth yeah. in a way that actually is like can personally drag people with you because you got a whole team mm-hmm. you got a huge team with you yeah and so I think that's where my concern is it's just like Kanye go ahead go through your personal you know go through your journey your spiritual journey but when it comes to like dragging all these people with you um, I want to say drag, right? Because that's a bad word, but like that's that's a ne- that has a negative connotation. But like when you're bringing all these people with you, but there there is you need now to be a sense concerned. in which there, there are these people who are kind of under his care now, mm-hmm. right? Right. Even right. though he does say now he has like a pastor of the church now or something like that, he says now. So I don't know. Again, it's hard to know what where is the ecclesiology is. Where is the doctrine of the church? Like, are is he now saying I have a pastor? That is, we're now submitting to this authority. Are we looking for more elders? Like, you know, right. or is it like, mm-hmm. oh, we just got somebody that comes now, he preaches, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, what is happening here, right. right? So, and he's trying to call it like, this is not your traditional church. However, that could be code for like, we ain't gonna follow what the Bible gotta say, right? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So, to be like, you know, I, I just get very weary because it takes, I'm telling you. We all have. We all have fell under the the thing of like the of being under bad theology, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and then getting yourself out and being like, "Oh shoot, that that whole thought process, that whole school of thought was wrong." Right? Mm -hmm. It takes time, and so I hate that this is on such a grand scale, and we have to see him go through like this stuff Mm -hmm. in such a way, because like. It just it now it's now it's all and now it's for the world to see you mm-hmm. go through the spiritual journey, you know, in and, and there could be a lot of bad theology and now, you know, it, it can hurt a lot of people, it can it can make a lot of people stray away. 
And so that's where that's kind of where I'm concerned. And and my my I guess my hopes and prayer is that those people who may stray away, like they would find reliable people. Kanye wouldn't be that source of information. Yeah, I think to right? that point, like even on the album, like while there are a lot of things that he says that are biblically sound on his song Hands On Hands On Me with Fred Hammond, where he's singing about, you know, the church praying for him and his reception in the church, like he actually sounds very bitter and antagonistic towards the church. So it's like if you're starting a church and you're saying that, you know, oh, it's not a traditional church, and you, then you have this opinion of like the church being against you and you know, there's all this clashing, like you can't actually start off this antagonistic relationship with the church who is actually supposed to be the bride of Christ. So it's like, where is your doctrine with that right now? Like, how how are you growing? Who is your, you know, yeah. spiritual authority? Like, what is your relationship with the church? So all of those are things that still do necessarily need to be worked out. Um, and there's a there's a tension in that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I... Sunday services, you know, th- there's so many things that, that comes with this, right? So... Kanye is converted and he he's converted and he he has a platform, right? He he comes with a platform. And the oftentimes like when you're saved, you got this zeal, mm-hmm. right? You got this this like, oh, I just want to go hard for God. And I, and I believe the spirit was working before his conversion cuz I think oftentimes what happens is you don't just co- get converted like the spirit kind of draws you to himself mm-hmm. the thing about Kanye though is that because he has an enormous amount of money and he has resources right he started to have this increased passion with, with, the, with the, um, for God and I think sometimes there's a childish zeal that comes with it to where it's like alright let's go start a church yeah. and he doesn't he's not thinking about like the stuff that Christians who kind of know like theology and stuff will start thinking about like, hey, bro, like, wait, maybe we should like sit down, grow in your faith, learn a mm-hmm. little bit. Like, yeah. what what's going to be the structure of all this? Kanye's just like, I love Jesus. Let's just do this and just mm-hmm. go. Right. And I don't want to say it's self-serving, even though some of that could be self-serving. I, I think there could be a plethora of motivations for why. You do what you do. Maybe Kanye did say to himself, look, I need healing and I want to kind of turn to God and I'm going to just get this choir going. And, and I, for me, I land on it like, yo, there's going to be some missteps in this. But I, I do think that, you know, God is you can you can you can come to Christ in error with with like there being some error. Mm-hmm. But God still work with it and mm-hmm. turn it into something beautiful. And to your point, Varlene, about people who who may have been selfishly motivated when they joined the choir and wanted to come sing, you know, as you say, for Kanye. Um, I could, could there very well be people like that? Yes. I don't want to speak to everybody's motivation. There could be some people who really did see God moving in Kanye's life and wanted to be a part of that. There could very well be people who like was, you know all them hundred people, <laughs> but, but, but those hundred people could be like, Oh, you want to start this up for God? And there could be some genuine people who go, okay, like, I see what you're trying to do for God, and I want to be a part of that. And there are going to be definitely people who are going, yo, this is Kanye West. I want to be a part of that. I I, I 100% believe that. But what I'm hoping is even those people who initially was like, yo, this is for Kanye West actually gets converted themselves yeah Yeah, that can happen you know what i'm saying like they could be on some like whoa now we got a preacher that's coming in here and i'm i'm looking at up this guy his name is adam tyson you know he graduated from the master seminary you know and you know i hate that we got like you know we need like a white evangelical who went to like a solid seminary but you know he did get a solid theological train train trained and he is coming into these Sunday services and preaching. So my hope is that those people who may even came for selfish reasons can themselves actually come into faith, right? So it's weird, man. Sometimes it's like the motivation be all off, but God can still Yeah, absolutely. Use it. He can do his work. So I think of the scripture, um, Philippians 1, where like 
is saying like it's it is true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry but others out of goodwill the latter do so out of love knowing that I am here for the defense of the gospel the former preach Christ out of selfish ambition not sincerely supposing that they can stir up trouble for me while I'm in change but what does it matter the important thing is that in every way whether from false motives or true Christ is preached and because of this I rejoice yes and I will continue to rejoice and I think I stand with Paul in saying that of like listen I don't know why Kanye is out here doing this I don't know if it's just to be on tour get him a little bag or, or the people that are joining it to get their resume built up and say I was I staying with Kanye West and all that but you know when he started off he wasn't saying Jesus is king but right now he's saying Jesus is king and he's proudly declaring and the name of Christ is going forward and with that part I rejoice yeah. Amen. Agreed. Agreed. Amen. Okay, so the church has been responding to this in a plethora of ways, right? You know, you're going, you're going to have the, the, the people that's like, no, I'm not with it. You got people who's like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm so happy that Kanye is, is now representing us and people who fall anywhere in between. How do you feel like, you know, as you watch the church kind of respond to Kanye's conversion? What's been kind of like your thoughts on that? I personally think the church is doing too much. <laughs> okay, I mean, break, break like, that down. Break that. Once down. the album dropped, people had Sunday like Sunday service based on the Kanye album. Come on now, <laughs> like seriously? No, I'm not feeling that. Like I don't feel like I just feel like I don't feel like we need this level of celebrity. To help us feel more confident in our faith. Mm. Okay, so you feel like people are using a Kanye conversion to be more confident in their faith, right? Yeah. And we we don't we don't God can use anybody, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so I hate that we're using Kanye because of the level of his celebrity and the caliber of his celebrity to to feel like now this is what this is what we need to be talking about all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I feel you 100%. And but I also think to myself as like Christians, right? Like if we're honest, maybe it's just me. I'm just like me. But sometimes we're wrestling with this idea of is following Christ worth it? Mm-hmm. Is following Christ worth it or should I be out here chasing the world? Right? And to see someone who is Kanye who is fully in the world, fully in the world, reject the world and say, I want to follow Jesus. I can't totally knock Christians for going, wow, that's Mm -hmm. a huge validation for me now being a Christian because like, yo, this dude was out here wilding out. And he said, hell no, that's not the way I'm following Jesus. So there's going to be Christians who's going to be excited about that. Like, Mm -hmm. This is validation for my faith, right? So you don't think that that's at least on some level, like... I think people seeing it as a validation of their faith is problematic. Yes. Like, I... I think that we should be rejoicing with the fact that Kanye, if, if he has a genuine conversion with Christ, the angels are in heaven rejoicing. Come so on. we need to be therefore rejoicing with him. But the two opinions that I've seen from the church so far have either been undue disdain or undue adulation, where people are are either just completely tearing him apart, like, no, it's not real. They hate him. They don't want him in the church. And then there are these other people that are just prone to like too much flattery and feeling like, oh, the fact that somebody like Kanye that's now a Christian, it's like, oh, Oh yeah, now it's popping to be about Jesus. You yeah. should have been about Jesus before <laughs> Kanye got there. Like if you were Facts. talking about, you know, this was that's who you believed in, you should have been big and bold to speak the name of Jesus, regardless of who it was. So like I I I don't want us to, to now like shun Kanye, like, oh his his conversion isn't real because I don't know what Jesus is doing in that man's heart. I can't say that. But I also don't want Christians to feel like because we now have a celebrity that's coming to Christ, like that's the only validation that we have for our religion and with our faith is like, oh, the only thing that can set the gospel forward or the only person that the Holy Spirit can use to then now make Christianity valid or real is having a high profile celebrity come right. to Christ. Right. Right. That's the like, and I mean, I'm sure most people would probably most people who are on that side of saying like, oh, we really love that Kanye's part. They would say that that's not the case. But the vibe, yo, every Instagram post, everything is about like everybody's talking about Kanye right now. Hey, look at our podcast is about Kanye right yeah. now. You get what I'm saying? So everybody's doing it. 
And so for me, it just makes me step back and say, look, I need to be sound and ground in my faith alone. The Bible talks about you need to work out your salvation with your own salvation with fear and trembling, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need to be looking at Kanye and be like, yo, yeah, praise Jesus. Yes, Jesus is king. Now I like that been my set. Like, right. that's <laughs> what I've been about. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. like I'm going to just be like, so that's why it's just like, the album is cool like cool yeah. like yes mm -hmm. it's it's just an it's just a, you know it's it's adding to the other albums that talk about Jesus to me you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying it's great music it's good music but I'm not I'm not hyping it like oh shoot you know like no most people are going real hard like no. Yeah. One reason I think people are going as hard as they are is because of the Kanye West that we have known to this point. Um, he has not been the the nicest person in the world, and he's been very erratic in his display. Mm -hmm. So he still is. He, so, and he, he still still <laughs> he's is. Still he growing. Still, he still be working through some things. You know, the Lord ain't finished with him yet. But you know, I think people are you know so shocked because it's like if you, someone like Kanye, like oh, that is you know a, a, a display of the glory and the power power of God that he if he could change somebody like Kanye he could change anybody but also it's like it, it, it let's just let's not make it seem like oh my gosh because it's Kanye that's like now now Christianity is powerful or now the yeah, church yeah, yeah. is a, a valid institution yeah. right yeah. Yeah. I just I have a, I have an issue with celebrity I think there are a lot of people who have Kanye's story and they sit right next to us in the pews and because we don't speak to them we don't build relationships with them we're not able to be as equally impacted with their conversion stories yeah do you get what I'm saying that's a very important so, point. Very important point. And so that's where I have a real issue with. It's like he really he. I think all of this kind of plays into that ego and individualistic issue that we have with the church. You know, it allows us to be able to constantly look outside, way outside of ourselves. Because look, most most of us out here in these streets is not within Kanye circles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, it, it allows us to constantly just be outside, like, outside of our world. Mm -hmm. And I'm tired of being outside of my world. There's real stuff going out here in these streets. Things that, more, like, a lot of things that Kanye go through is a lot of things that a lot of people go through. And so, for me, it's just, it, it, it helps. What he does is helps me to bring it back to look at my proximity mm -hmm. as opposed to, Oh, now we can like a lot of people think about oh more so we need more celebrities more celebrities like no yeah. you yeah. know or rich people rich people rich people no like in my head it's like yo when Paul came like I always think about like when Paul came back to speak to the apostles to confirm what he was talking about when he got the gospel the first like one of the very things that they said is don't forget the poor right yeah right right yeah. and so in my head that's what I think about. Um, and, and, and I mean, not that I'm hoping that Kanye thinks about the poor. I think he said a couple of things in his interview that really had me hopeful about mm -hmm. him thinking about working with other people, like, you know, working with uh, charity organizations and so on and so forth. However, I feel like for the, for us as, for the, for the church, us as right, lay people, yeah. um, quote unquote, lay people, I hate that word, but we need, you know, we need to look at how we as the people who are bringing the kingdom on the kingdom down here, how we can be of a community impact with the gospel. Yeah. Um, we can be guilty of the sin of partiality. If we're out here just promoting Kanye and Kanye and Kanye and hyping him up and like, you know, just so focusing on rich people getting saved or just the fact that Justin Bieber is now, you right. know, converted or Chance the Rapper is talking about God or now Kanye is talking right. about God. Like, uh, if Mar we, Odom got came to Christ. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If we yeah. are, if we're just so overly enamored with these stories of celebrities coming yeah. to Christ, we can we can then be guilty of partiality. Right. Absolutely. And, and, and to be quite honest, I think a lot of the times we, we always think that it like, it does the, like it does like it really pushes the gospel forth in a sense, but sometimes I feel like it kind of does the opposite and making those in the back feel less and less mm -hmm. seen. I think if the church reacts to it in a negative way, that can be the case. If we decide that we, we're going to overemphasize the fact that mm -hmm. Kanye got saved. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think you made some really, really strong points. Like, you know, we want to make sure that we are celebrating the person in the pew right next to you who just turned away from a worldly lifestyle 
just as much, right, as the fact that Kanye West got saved. Because like you said, Lord, as the angels are rejoicing over both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, they don't want to see any soul end up eternally separated from God. Um, so we want to do that. But I, I do think, though, I, I think there is a strategic recognition of the fact that Kanye West does have a tremendous amount of influence. Mm-hmm. Kanye West does have a huge platform. And I think strategically, as we look to want to reach people for Christ, I think it's appropriate to be excited that somebody with this platform has now brazenly wanted to to talk about Jesus. Right. And I think the church should be strategic in saying, oh, let's have those conversations like, oh, so you you talk to your non-believing friend like, oh, what do you think about Kanye? And that could be a perfect segue into like a conversation about faith. Right. So. I feel like we should be at the same time wanting to, you know, feel like, yo, we got to get it going to, to reach the people that are right next to us. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to invalidate the fact that it is someone with the, with a lot of influence and power who has come to Christ. And that can be and it will be. I think God can use that in a significant way because here's the thing: if I drop an album, nobody's listening to it. <laughs> you got bars, right? Yeah. I mean, if I dropped an album, nobody's listening to it. If Kanye drops an album, millions of people will listen, and that's worth something. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to act like that ain't nothing. Like let's just let's just focus on the people who aren't as popular. I think we got to focus on them, but we also got to recognize that this is an opportunity too. Absolutely. I don't know. I tried that conversation. I felt lame. <laughs> the, yo, what about Kanye? Yeah. <laughs> that conversation went nowhere. <laughs> well, you know, you yeah, know that like, like that, but Kanye's platform to reach millions of people is something the Holy Spirit can use, but you talking to your, your next door neighbor and just, um, you know, helping them with their groceries, that's something that the Holy Spirit can use. The Holy Spirit is powerful enough. He don't need nobody. He said, if you are silent, I will make the rocks cry out. Jesus going to save who he want to save. That's right. So mm-hmm. whether it's with Kanye, whether it's with nobody, or if it's with the stones, he this gospel will go forward. Like, And that yeah. I think that is like, that's my hesitation with like, the church been around for for two thousand years. Like right. they're they're not some institutions. They start off and they start the you know these these major movements and they fall to the wayside within fifty years. Regardless of whatever the struggles the church has had, the church has been an, an institution, a significant institution for over two thousand years. So the God's gonna get His gospel out. So we yep we, we're grateful that Kanye is saved and he can use his platform. The Holy Spirit can use him and he can use anybody else because his gospel is gonna go forward. Period. Yeah, right. and I and I think so too. Like, let's say Kanye West was to like lose his faith and be like, "Man, Christianity is whack." Mm-hmm. That doesn't make Christianity whack. It, it don't make <laughs> break it break <laughs> That doesn't now invalidate our faith because Kanye West rejected the faith, mm-hmm. right? And I think there's some Christians who are kind of like they 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 don't want to accept the fact that he's coming to Christ because like let's say he falls away, right. like they'll be that. disappointed. Right. You know, so we gotta walk this line where we're celebrating and we're <clears throat> we're hopeful for people and we're praying for people, but we're not dependent on people. Come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Like we're not th- this gospel is not dependent on any one person to be solid and to proclaim Jesus. And if that person doesn't do it anymore or they once did it and now they don't do it. Now the church is not relevant, right? Because right, so, when God, when there was Saul, Saul fell, God got David. So if Kanye fall away, it's going to be somebody else. Yeah, I mean, he's always going to, and if nobody else, the rocks will cry out, right? So the gospel is going to go forward. And so we want to walk that, that fine line of, yeah, we don't, we're not, we celebrate you, Kanye, and we, we are looking forward and hopeful for what your platform can bring but at the same time, we don't need you as a mascot, right? We don't Come need on. we don't need Kanye to validate the Christian faith. And we should be confident in our proclamation of Jesus, whether or not we have famous celebrities coming to the Lord or not, right? right. Um, and so, but I also think we have to have a, a view of the gospel that says God will save people in every area every of area. life. Mm-hmm. He's going to save the or he's going to save the rich. It tells us in, uh, I believe, uh, one of the Timothys, it tells us to pray for kings, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we should expect presidents and kings to come to the Lord. Like, this gospel's for everybody, That's right. right? So, 
We don't want to be like, uh, I don't, I don't trust that Kanye came to Christ. If you do that, you're essentially saying, I don't trust that the gospel is powerful mm-hmm. enough to save someone who was wilding out and bring them to the Lord. And I think that's an erroneous view as well. We mm-hmm. want to be like, yo, the gospel is strong enough for anybody, and it's for everybody. That's mm-hmm. right. Right. So, yeah, but I think those are some really strong points. Um, obviously, Kanye West is a controversial person. And, you know, even in a lot of his interviews, there's the politics, there's the, the Trump support, there's the uh, the statements about black people. You know, I was watching uh, the big boy TV interview he just did. And, you know, he kind of talked about black people being brainwashed for supporting the Democrats. And, um, you know. Obviously, last year, you know, slavery was a choice. And, you know, yeah, he's oh, always going to be saying he's saying mm-hmm. these things. Right. That's that as black Christians. Right. We are, I think, rightfully offended or at the very least questioning like, you know, Kanye, what's going on? And I think Kanye, you know, is a separate conversation. But Kanye does have mental health issues mm-hmm. that we also need to be praying for him like. That not just he grows saint like he he needs he like a pastor and I'm 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 with the pastor shepherding him but he also does need to like work through some of his mental health stuff but anyway um, there have been people who just cannot really bring themselves to enjoy this album or really listen to Kanye because of a lot of the things that he's been saying um, how do you feel like you've gotten personally been reacting to that or how do you feel like the church should be kind of navigating that as Kanye is saying these things that might be offensive, but also talking about Jesus or do you have any thoughts on that at all? I don't ever since Donald Trump has become our current president, I have really disengaged from our political atmosphere, um, just for my own mental health. Um, but I feel <laughs> like with, with Kanye West, Kanye West ain't been, been, been about black people since he said that George uh, Bush doesn't care about black people. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I'm, you know, if Kanye's out here talking about, you know, he's still making certain assertions about Trump and black people and all that. That's that's where that man that's where his mind is at right now. So I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not too surprised. And I don't I, I, I hesitate in, in making it seem like Because you now have a spiritual conversion with Christ That that automatically writes your political wrongs Like there is There's a process of sanctification that you walk through And there's a process of your mind being renewed So you be transformed by the renewing of your mind Sure Kanye's spirit is new His mind isn't so we have to like watch as that brother walks walks out his salvation and his mind becomes renewed. I'm mm-hmm. hoping that his his you know he learns some self control. He learns some temperance and just like yeah. firing stuff off at the mouth and saying whatever he want to say. That'll probably make him a great evangelist. But he also needs to learn how to control that tongue. Um, so I think like the the only thing that I'm seeing within this is like he is he's learning and he's growing and now he has to like have his mind renewed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I think I, I've also I don't really listen to his. I, I don't agree with any of his political views for the most part. And right now, like with most of his interviews that he's come out with lately, he has a lot to say about like black people owning property, and that's what we need to do. And um, that's how we're fatherless. And it sounds really like if if it sounds very Wakanda forever, right? Like I, I think if you were to ask Kanye, Kanye would say that he's for black people. Right. We may disagree that what he's actually advocating for is helpful for black people because, mm-hmm. you know, we think that Trump ain't got nothing for us. But in his mind, he thinks conservative policies is actually helpful for black people. And I mean, there are a lot of black people who also feel the same way. They right. hold right. those same views. And I mean, a lot of black conservative people. I mean, we look look at civil rights time. I mean, there were a lot of black people who were not down with us having what we have now. You know, what yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that stood behind. Um, but I don't know. I just. I, I a part of me feels like feels like this album was one of those things to try to kind of be in the good <laughs> graces of black people yeah. again, even though he holds those views or is like working through those views, um, knowing that he could, you know, because he's always talking about he canceled, you know. Um, yeah. So I think he's trying to like get out of being in the canceled. I think people range. like cancel him, but they still gonna listen to one now. Right, and, I, and so for, like right <laughs> for him, for him, he's feeling like, all right, cool. 
right? Like, mm-hmm. cool. Like, I've been canceled, but you listening to my album, though. Yeah. Right? You want to like, at least listen to it one time, just be like, what you talking about, guys? Right, right, exactly. So, like, I mean, his his views are, I don't know, it's interesting. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm just... With me and Kanye, like, the way he talked, like, I don't know. I feel bad. My hateration is going to come out. The Wild Thorn Braves will come out. Man, you married to Kim, man. Like, <laughs> I, I can't listen to anything you say politically, like, oh, especially about black people. Dang. But that's okay. just my hateration. Well, that's Kimberly just, Noel Kardashian has been out here. With the, with the know, mass incarceration. Mass incarceration. Yeah, she's been I, doing that prison reform. I have to give her. Yeah, she's she been has been out here advocating yeah, yeah. for yeah. that prison reform. Yeah. Um, so, you know, she she's not necessarily my fave. Yeah. But, you know, she's out yeah, here putting work to, things, to yeah, you know, yeah, her yeah. mouth. But I would, I would say, come on, like, the part of me feels like that journey began because she's with Kanye, right? Like, let's be real. You know what? I, I don't know that I'm mad at her for that. Like, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm married, and the fact I'm an Armenian knows, woman, the and I'm married to a black man. The fact that that her kids now could be... You know, they're witnessing this and they can identify with those things. I think that's why. So in my head, it's like, where's the real motivation? It's not from you because you wasn't doing any of that before Kanye. You were doing all of that after Kanye. And that's okay. People are allowed to grow past where they are. Like, I, I yeah. think we are forgetting the power of growth. And in this, we talked about, you know, cancel con- uh, culture and all that like millennials be having a problem with somebody coming out and trying to reinvent themselves and be different it's true listen it's true. people I, you you could start off having made in a tape that people shouldn't be seeing and now be working for prison reform like it's that's true. a thing like there yeah. is redemption there is growth like that's a part of the the human process yeah. so you know i'm not i'm, I'm not mad at kimberly yeah. i'm i'm really not but i think like as kanye grows in his faith Maybe mm-hmm. he'll also grow in his political aspirations yeah, and in his, I agree. his political You know, that's thought. just my on the surface hateration talking. <laughs> you know, one one can be politically conservative. You can be fiscally conservative you know. and then still be morally liberal and have like you can have duality of thought. Yeah. And historically, the Democratic Party was not about black people. If we if we really look at the founding and the and the history of the Democratic yeah. Party, right. it just so happens to be the one that you know most black people lean towards. Yeah. But you know, I. I'm, I'm not here for either party. It's like, who is going to serve the interests of the people? Right. Yeah. Uh, thank, oh, excellent points, guys. For me, um, you know, believe it or not, man, Trump supporters can be Christian. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we think that they're all white supremacists and that they're all evil people. But I mean, I think that to support Trump is to support white supremacy. But I do think we have to leave a uh, uh, some room for people mm-hmm. to not necessarily grasp that fact morally and still be Christian. It's, that's and hard. That's it's, hard. It's very hard. And we pray for them and we want to have conversations with those people and we want to like, like challenge those people like, yo, what you're supporting is challenging. But, th- but on the flip side, I think that there are conservative Christians who can look at like, yo, you're supporting the Democrats and there's some egregious things here. Mm-hmm. What about the abortion issue? What about this? And so I actually love, there's been a clip of, from Barack Obama that's been uh, circulating um, recently where, you know, he was on, a, he was uh, invited to speak somewhere and he was just talking about the, this kind of like attack culture that we have going on in politics. And one of the statements he made is like, look, none of us are completely pure in yeah. this. Like you're going to support some a party or something. And it's going to be some things that's come alongside it. That's not good. And so we're not pure. Right. And sometimes we, I think one political side speaks to the other political side with a level of self-righteousness. Mm-hmm. Like you're the evil one and right. anything affiliated with you is evil and we're the pure. Right. And we're, Sometimes we got to humble ourselves on that a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, but also, I think, for me, Kanye's story, and I don't know if it's going to be his story, because his story might not be mine. But when I first got saved, I went rebellious against the Democratic Party, mm-hmm. just like Kanye. Man, these liberals, man, they want to, like, take Jesus out the schools. They want to, like, start religiously per- persecuting us. They want to, like, uh, like... Uh, abortion issue I, I got mad like conservative and like started listening to conservative commentators and mm. I you, went, was on, you was on MacArthur you went down that rabbit I hole went, I went down that rabbit hole because for me like there were certain biblical principles that were illuminating some of my political ideas that growing up black like we just didn't talk about mm-hmm. yo but I agree I mean I think mm-hmm. I did the same thing I think I voted for McCain once one year <gasps> 
I, I, I no, I, I, I voted. I voted for Mitt Romney. You know what I'm saying? I did. Yeah, I did. No, no, I'm, so I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. So I went. The, I went. I went. I Guys, went. I've never. <laughs> like, let me clarify. I've never. If I didn't vote, I, it was independent. Like, oh my god, never. No, but but then after a while, I jumped into the conservative politics. And then I realized, wait a minute, this isn't home either. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Republi- absolutely. Republicanism isn't home either. Right, yes. right. And I and and I and I realized that yo, there's some drastically moral issues, egregious issues that is happening in both pro- mm-hmm. parties. And so now I'm more moderate than anything. In the last election, I didn't vote. I couldn't support either. I just you know like, and I'm not telling people this is what they gotta believe. Mm-hmm. I just have my own convictions, mm-hmm. but. I'm just saying, like, you. my whole point in this is that you can grow, right? Like, yes. you can grow. So Absolutely. my hope is that Kanye will, he's, he's jumped into this wave where he feels like, all right, this is, you know, he's anti-liberal. And I'm hoping that he tempers himself as he grows. Like, you know, like, as I'm thinking as a Christian man, like, yo, both of these parties are falling, right? And... I don't know if I could rep either, mm-hmm. right? But I understand though. If you feel like you can't rock with Kanye because of his support of Trump, I, I'm, I, I'm saying that's okay. You know, in, in talking about like your initial conversion in Christ, like yo, I, I went mad hard. There is something about when the Holy Spirit hits you at first. Yeah. Like you're just like, I just, I just want all oh, Jesus everything. Like I'm, I don't, I don't care what happens to you. I'm yeah. just like, like I, you know, I got rid of all of the music. I didn't listen to secular oh, music. God. I shaved my head. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I was like, okay, yeah. I don't want to wear pants no more. Like I just, I just wanted to be Jesus and just like, you know, just there's this intensity at the, the onset of my conversion. And while I think like I, I need some of that fire back for the Lord, because I was talking about Jesus everything when I first came to Christ. But there also is a tempering that happens where you realize like, oh, oh, I can't be out here offending people with what I say. Even if I am talking about Jesus, I do have to be as gentle as a dove, as wise as a serpent. So you, you, you learn and you grow. You get that wisdom with the zeal. (laughs) When you first come to Christ, you got that zeal, but you don't got wisdom. I think a lot of that zeal though, however, comes with the perception of the, like the perception of how you receive, like how you receive the gospel. Right. Cause I mean, come on, a lot of a lot of that stuff that we're talking about, you know, I need to do this, I need to do that. That's a lot of legalism, right? Mm-hmm. And where are we getting that from? We're getting from that we're getting that from how we receive the gospel. And then we start realizing like, bruh, like no, like that's not what it's about. So it's like it takes a lot of maturity in that growth. You know and, what I'm saying? And if you receive the gospel at a place where some people like myself were, where you was raggedy, you're like, oh, I'm doing the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, well, here, you, Lord, I'm getting rid of everything because yeah, yeah. I, I want to be and all Ye, about you. Yay has been on that. He's been raggedy. He's he, he been on some like, yo, when I was making this album, I was telling people not to have premarital yeah. sex. He was setting up all kinds of legalism even for other people. So he was on his like, yo, I am cutting everything off. Because I want, I just want to be pure where yeah. I realized like yeah. I was out here yeah. wilding. And it's like, if, if God is as holy and as pure as he is, I just want Jesus. I don't want anything else. So I think a lot of people just, they run, you know, full heartedly in the opposite direction of everything that they were doing. And then you hit a point you're like, Okay, girl, we can't, we, we cannot <laughs> sustain so, 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 so this down. energy. Like, chill out, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I feel Yeah. That. Well, that's good, man. I, I mean, I, 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 I'll say this in closing, man. I, I feel like whatever, however you feel about Kanye West, this album, however you feel about his political stances, one thing we should be doing at this moment is praying for Kanye West. Uh, I feel like, and, and it's not... Because Kanye West is special and other people aren't special. Like, we should really be trying to pray for everybody. But the reality is that Kanye West does have a platform. And so his words, his actions do. And and that's my biggest fear for Kanye is that he's about to be sanctified in front of the whole world. Mm -hmm. He's about to go through his sanctification process in front of the whole world. And... Yes, you can say, all right, don't do as many interviews, you you know, fall back. But the, the reality is that he is a public figure. Mm-hmm. And so I, I know that the enemy would love to have him fall on a massive scale, fold up on a massive scale. And so I think we got to be lifting him up, man. Absolutely. So, yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know if you guys had any, any thoughts or. You know, I, 
Christ is preached. Amen. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Well, that's it for us, guys, man. I thank you guys for for uh, listening. Um, you guys, again, if you guys have any um, you know, questions, thoughts, you can hit us up at cityimagepodcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. We're also on Twitter. We're on the gram as well. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. This is Brian the Theological Giant signing out. Bye, y'all. It's Lord Asamita. Take care, okay? Bye. Varlene the Wild Thornberry. All right, guys. Peace out. City image.